This video is brought to you by Devout Decals, makers of reusable Catholic art for your home altar, your bedroom, and your home classroom. Today on the pre-1954 liturgical calendar is the Feast of the Most Holy Name of Mary. Given that we are in the month of the sorrowful of the mysteries of Our Lady, or rather the the feast of our, we're in the month of Our Lady of Sorrows, I thought this would be appropriate for today. It's a reflection from Dom Prosper Geringer's writing for the feast day today. And I'll have a little something after it for you as well. And now on to Dom Prosper Geringer, one of the great minds of the late 19th century church. And the Virgin's name was Mary. See the Gospel of Luke chapter 1, verse 27. Let us speak a little about this name, which signifies the star of the sea, and which so well befits the Virgin Mother. Rightly is she likened to a star, for as a star emits its rays without being dimmed, so the Virgin brought forth her son without receiving any injury. The ray takes not from the brightness of the star, nor the sun from his mother's integrity. This is the noble star risen out of Jacob, whose ray illumines the whole world whose splendor shines in the heavens, penetrates the abyss, and, tra traversing the whole earth, gives warmth rather to souls than to bodies, cherishing virtues, withering vices. Mary, I say, is that bright and incomparable star, whom we need to see raised above this vast sea, shining by her merits, and giving us light by her example. O oh, whoever you are that sees yourself amidst the tides of this world, tossed about by storms and tempests, rather than walking on the land, turn not your eyes away from the shining of this star, if you would not be overwhelmed by the hurricane. If squalls of temptations arise, or if you fall upon the rocks of tribulation, look to the star, call upon Mary. If you are tossed by the waves of pride or ambition, detraction or envy, look to the star call upon Mary. If anger or avarice or the desires of the flesh dash against the ship of your soul, turn your eyes towards Mary. If troubled by the enormity of your crimes, ashamed of your guilty conscience, terrified by dread of the judgment, you begin to sink into the gulf of sadness or the abyss of despair, think of Mary. In dangers, in anguish, in doubt, think of Mary call upon Mary. Let her be ever on your lips, even in your heart, and the better to obtain the help of her prayers, imitate the example of her life. Following her, you stray not. Invoking her, you despair not. Think of her, you wander not. Upheld by her, you fall not. Shielded by her, you fear not. Guided by her, you grow not weary. Favored by her, you reach the goal." And thus do you experience in yourself how good is that saying, and the Virgin's name was Mary. Thus speaks the devout St. Bernard in the name of the Church. But his pious explanation does not exhaust the meanings of this blessed name of Mary. St. Peter Chrysologus adds in the same night office, Mary in Hebrew signifies lady or sovereign, and truly the authority of her son, who is the Lord of the world, constituted her queen, both in fact and in name from her very birth. Our Lady, such is the title which befits her in every way, so that of our Lord beseems her Son. It is the doctrinal basis of that worship of hyperdulia which belongs to her alone. She is below, below her Son, whom she adores as we do, but above all God's servants, both angels and men, 
inasmuch as she is his mother. At the name of Jesus, every knee is bent. At the name of Mary, every head is bowed. And although the former is the only name by which we may be saved, yet as the Son can never be separated from his mother, heaven unites the, their two names in its hymns of praise, earth in its confidence, hell in its fear and hatred. It was therefore in the order of divine providence that devotion to the most holy name of Mary should be spread simultaneously with the cultus of the adorable name of Jesus, of which St. Bernardino of Siena was the apostle in the 15th century. In 1513, the Church of Cuenca in Spain was the first to celebrate, with the approbation of the Holy See, a special feast in the honor of the name of Mary, while the Franciscan order had not yet succeeded in obtaining a like privilege for the adorable name of Jesus. The reason of this is that memory of that sacred name included in the Feast of the Circumcision seemed to the prudence of the pontiff to suffice. From the same motive we find the Feast of the Most Holy Name of Mary extended to the Universal Church in the year 1683, and that of the Most Holy Name of Jesus not until 1721. Two glorious triumphs, two victories won under the protection of Our Lady, have rendered this present-day illustrious in the annals of the Church and of history. Manichaeism, received under a variety of names, has established itself in the south of France, from where it hoped to spread its reign of shameless excess. But Dominic appeared with Mary's rosary for the defense of the people. On September 12, 1213, Simon de Montfort and the warriors of the faith, one against forty, crushed the Albigensian army at Marais. It was in the pontificate of Innocent III. Nearly five centuries later, southern adversaries who had more than once caused the West to tremble again poured down upon Christendom. Vienna, worn out and dismantled, abandoned by its emperor, was surrounded by 300,000 adversaries. But another great pope, Innocent XI, again confided to Mary the defense of the baptized nations. Sobieski, mounting his charger on the Feast of Our Lady's Assumption, hastened from Poland by forced marches. On the Sunday within the octave of the Nativity, September 12th, 1683, Vienna was delivered, and then began for the Osmanlis the series of defeats that ended in the treaties of Karlowitz and Passeritz, in the dismemberment of their empire. The feast of this most holy name of Mary, inscribed on the calendar of the Universal Church, was the homage of the world's gratitude to Mary, Our Lady and Queen. From the Epistle, Ecclesiasticus, chapter 24, verses 23 to 31. As the vine I have brought forth a pleasant odor, and my flowers are the fruit of honored riches, I am the mother of fair love, and of fear, and of knowledge, and of holy hope. In me is all the grace of the way, and of the truth. In me is all hope of life and virtue. Come over to me, all ye that desire me, and be filled with my fruits. For my spirit is sweet above honey, and my inheritance above honey and the honeycomb. My memory is unto everlasting generations. They that eat me will yet hunger, and they that drink me will yet thirst. He that hearkens to me will not be confounded, and they that work by me will not sin. They that explain me will have life everlasting. Thanks be to God. Don Prosper Geringer continues here. All the delight of heaven, all the hopes of the earth, are centered on the cradle where Mary sleeps, while her heart is watching before God. Wisdom praises her own self by the blessed daughter of Anne and Joachim, the Loving preference shown by that divine wisdom from the beginning of the world is already justified. For forevermore it will be her delight to be with the children of men. The chosen vine, the vine of the peaceful one, is before us, announcing by its fragrant blossom 
the divine grape, whose juice pressed out in the wine press of the cross, will get fruitfulness to every soul and will inebriate earth and heaven. The following is John Prosper Geringer includes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. At that time, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel being come in said unto her, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Who, having heard, was troubled at this saying, and thought within herself what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said to her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found grace with God. Behold, you will be conceived in your womb, and will bring forth a son, and you will call his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will reign in the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be done? Because I know not man. And the angel answering said to her, The Holy Ghost will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And therefore also the holy which will be born of you will be called the Son of God. And behold your cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her that is called barren, because no word will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it done to me according to your word. Praise be to you, O Christ. Dom Prosper continues, this is the most solemn embassy ever recorded in the history of angels or of men. It shows us how Mary is what her name signifies, mistress of the world, the highest interest of the human race, past, present, and to come, of the heavenly hierarchy and of God himself are here at stake, and the transaction is carried on between the Most High and the Virgin of Nazareth alone, as having exclusive right, the one to propose, the other to accept, both to conclude. The angel is but a messenger, man too stands in waiting. Mary enters into a contract with the Creator in the name of angels and of men, as in her own name, in the name of the entire world which she represents, and over which she reigns supreme. Hail then to our Queen on her birthday. O hail to Mary. May she herself, in the holy sacrifice, present our offerings to God for her people. O Mary, we say to you with your faithful client, St. Anselm of Canterbury, by the name of your beloved Son, grant us ever to keep the memory of your own sweetest name. Be it be the delicious food of our souls. May it be with us in danger. May it be with us in anguish. May it be to us the beginning of all joy. And those are the writings of Dom Prosper Geringer for this, the Feast of the Holy Name of Mary. So I'll finish today with just a few quotes from some saints here about the Most Holy Name of Mary because many saints have actually thought about this for a great deal of time, even before this feast was officially on the calendar. So we begin with St. Aelred. Therefore, a certain star has risen for us today, Our Lady, St. Mary. Her name means star of the sea, no doubt the star of this sea, which is the world. Therefore, we ought to live up, lift up our eyes to this star that has appeared on earth today, in order that she may lead us, in order that she may enlighten us, in order that she may show us these steps, so that we shall know them, in order that she may help us, so that we may be able to ascend. And therefore it is a beautiful thing that Mary is placed on this stairway, of which we are speaking. Therefore we must begin to climb. As the evangelist says, Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary. So immediately, at the very moment of our conversion, she appears to us, and receives us into her care, and enlightens us in her light, and accompanies us along this laborious path. St. Louis de Montfort says the following, 
God the Father gathered all the waters together and called them the seas or Maria. He gathered all his grace together and called it Mary or Maria. This immense treasury is none other than Mary, whom the saints call the treasury of the Lord. From her fullness all men are made rich. And St. Thomas Aquinas says, Mary means star of the sea, for as mariners are guided to port by the ocean star, so Christians attain to glory through Mary's maternal intercession. So I'll just close with my own thought, which is that this feast used to be a fairly big deal on the old liturgical calendar, but is now an optional observation, of course, because of course it is. So Mary, maybe today do something in your own time to honor this day, and uh, let me know in the comments if you get a Marian homily today at your Mass. And remember, just a few days from now is the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows, and do something to observe that as well. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.